Leanne Dawson refuses to be categorised the podcast. Hi, my loves. Uh, I am going to share with you a June 2021 review. I did these last month. I fucking loved writing it and you seem to love it too. So kind of officially becoming a tradition. In here, I'm going to review what's happened personally, what's happened in my business, how much money it brought in, uh, what worked, what didn't, all that stuff. I hope it's I hope it's useful for you. So let's start with the personal stuff because that's what really matters here. So I felt like I was in a different world for much of June. The world of parenting a sick kid. It wasn't the usual run of the mill cold either. My eldest kid was really unwell. She was hospitalized overnight with suspected appendicitis. She had a bunch of tests and x-rays and scans and ended up with a combination of diagnoses including mesenteric adenitis, which is enlarged lymph nodes in her stomach. The poor love was so unwell with pain and nausea and it's been really hard to see my kid feeling so unwell and it was also hard during the uncertainty of not knowing what it is. So it's now been over five weeks since it began and she's really only returned to full wellness in the last week or so and it's such a huge, huge relief. Uh, just as my kid got sick as well, I managed to stub my toes, my small toes so significantly that it fractured as well. And I remember when it happened because the noise of bones snapping was so loud. I knew immediately it couldn't be good. And my foot swelled and turned black and blue. And then, just because I'm a straight up over-enthusiastic idiot sometimes, I volunteered to supervise of a class of five to eight-year-olds on a class trip, which meant spending hours racing around a museum, hobbling on one side with a newly fractured toe, which of course then put my backs and hip out of place. Could I walk the next day? No. Could I walk the day after? Also no. So thank goodness for my osteopath. They are just essential for people with hypermobility conditions. She couldn't fix my fractured toe, but at least she could like help my body deal with the 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 transference of weight issues that resulted from it. Anyway, I'm still glad I volunteered on that trip. I put my body on my line for the kid. Um, I got to see my cute kid and all of her adorable friends marveling over exhibits. I got a dose of the city in me, which reminds me, I wrote something really great on that trip and I'll need to edit it and share it with you. I also introduced some of her classmates to swear words. So... <sighs> Whoops. And not in the way that you think either. So, um, I had my phone case <laughs> out uh, on the bus ride and these really sweet, sweet children who were sitting next, like across the seat from me, they said, Beth's, Beth's mom. I said, yeah. They said, what does your phone case say? And I looked and then I looked at them and they just had this smile on their face like they can read they know what it says and so <laughs> it does say you're <laughs> um you're freaking fantastic keep that shit up um and so i covered shit with my fingers and i said you're awesome keep that stuff up and they went, uh-huh. And they smiled at me with little loving smiles. And I thought, <laughs> they got me. They got me. Um, 
Anyway, one of the mums came to see me the next day and she's like, oh my God, my kid came home and said the funniest thing. I said, oh God, <laughs> what? She said, he said, oh, did you know like Beth's mum is like really cool? And she's like, oh, okay, that's, that's really nice, honey. And she's like, yeah, she's got shit written on her phone. <laughs> I scream, I scream. I was trying to be so well behaved as well. <laughs> um, luckily, the mum thought it was fucking hilarious as well. Um, I also thought it was hilarious. But I also just think, dear Lord, what a way to corrupt small children. <laughs> okay, um, some D and DIY and creative projects. Now, I did do um, blog posts about all of these. So if you go over to the blog and find my June review blog post, you'll be able to find the links to all of these. So first and foremost, I fucking nailed cooking, including making some spelt cinnamon and berry scrolls from the book Quirky Cooking by Joe Witten. And like, remember nine years ago when I made a joke ebook called How to Be a Domestic Goddess? And it was a joke because it was mostly empty, which summed up my domestic knowledge at that point. And now I can actually cook and bake and shit. Fuck me. I'm like the complete package. Now, if you want to go read How, How to Be a Domestic Goddess, you should. It's fucking great. Um, there are some points in there, but mostly it's empty. <laughs> it's fucking empty. Uh, I also got really obsessed with interior design. I wallpapered a half wall um, and got a new art cupboard. I made a drop zone for school bags. I did a reno of my eldest kid's desk and I made a desk hutch for it as well. I restained my office door and I also drew covers of books I've read. You can see pictures of all those before and after projects over on the blog. It's got all the links to that. Some other lovely parts. Uh, I'm always super happy whenever I get to see my kids with horses. They've continued to do um, kind of horsemanship, horsewoman, horsepersonship uh, workshops, um, and they just love it. I also started a new 21-day challenge of a reading intensive with my kids. I fulfilled my lifetime dream of working in a bookstore. There's a blog post about that. Um, we also got to have lunch as a family at the Imperial Hotel in Yamundi. It was delicious and I love that kooky place. Yamundi is magical and I just love the Imperial Hotel as well. Um, it's got like art everywhere and um, it's just, it's kooky. It is kooky. My littlest kid was also in an end of term play and dance recital. I got recognized by a reader while eating crumbs for my crutch so I am totally on brand and I also retired my old art journal and started a new one. Again there's links to all of those blog posts de detailing all of that because I am nothing but a classic oversharer. Uh, now on the work front I did two major promotional activities in June. Usually I don't do more than um, one every two months or so, but I just wanted to test out doing two smaller launches. So firstly, I did a bundle sale through a bundle company for the first time, and that's where you contribute your, um, like one of your products and it goes into, um, 
a package with a whole bunch of other created stuff and they sell it at a huge discount. So, you know, like there might be like 40 programs valued at a hundred bucks in there and you just get the whole thing for a hundred dollars. Um, and as a contributor, I get, there's kind of like two benefits out of it. One, I get affiliate fees from when I promote it. So I get, I don't, I can't remember what the percent was, maybe 50%, maybe a bit more um, as a contributor. Um, and secondly, it can be a useful way to get your name out there. Anyway, it was interesting for me to see behind the scenes and being a contributor. I haven't done them before. We earned about $2,000 or so in affiliate fees for it, but we didn't go super hard with promoting. If I'd promoted harder, it probably would have made at least $10,000. Ultimately, I decided it probably wasn't useful as a revenue creator for me. I think launches need to be worth around $100,000 to be worthwhile for me because that's what I usually generate for my own launches so there's an opportunity cost if I'm not going to earn that. So it might however be useful as a marketing endeavor just to bring new people into my audience but I totally recognize that I'm an acquired taste. You know my exuberance, my swearing, my very lefty politics so we'll see if we end up scoring any long-term readers or students out of it. It's all a fun experiment though and you know clearly I've been in business now since it's nearly 20 years. Um, I'm still experimenting. See what works. Try out new things. In June, I also did a two-week launch for my new program, Marketing Without Social Media. You can find that at leonidawson.com forward slash marketing. Uh, it ended up being one of the biggest sellers out of all of my course launches. So I ended up selling, selling 1,126 enrollments. About 60% of that were at the early bird price of US $79 and the rest were at US $99. So all up, it netted about 125000 dollars in sales which is awesome. In June we also brought in an, another $25,000 from other courses and affiliate pro commissions from when I've promoted like software programs and stuff and other income streams as well. So that's about $150,000 a month. Hooray! Like that's awesome. I'm thrilled with that. We haven't finalized the accounting figures yet um, so I suspect it will be even more than that but that's that's kind of a conservative estimate knowing that there's probably some overage on that which will be awesome as well. So in terms of how I marketed the sales the vast majority were as always people on my mailing list. It's why I've always taught to focus on building a mailing list instead of social media because you're going to earn so much more money from them plus you own your access to them. Now if you need to learn how to write emails that sell lots of cash make sure you do my sales star program which is leonidawson.com forward slash sell. Uh, about $30,000 of those sales came from my affiliate program as well. You can find that at leonidawson.com forward slash affiliate and that pays you about 50% for every enrollment you refer. I love sending this money out. It's giving money to people who love my work and share about it with the others. And I'd much rather pay them who are small women um, and non-binary business owners than Facebook, you know? Fuck that nonsense. I also used Trust Pulse pop-up to provide social proof of other purchases and used Optin Monster to create countdowns and pop-ups on my website. Again, all the links are over at um, my review. If you want to see all the software I use, go to leonidawson.com forward slash tools. 
Now, in terms of the weather sales did come from uh, social media. They did. I didn't do any sales from social media because I don't do it anymore. If you want to learn how to market without social media, obviously my new course, Marketing Without Social Media, um, is uh, the place for you to begin. LeonieDawson.com forward slash marketing. If you can hear me clicking away madly, it's because my kids are near me and I've asked them to be quiet and they keep on forgetting. So I'm just like giving them that like mother stare right now. The death stare. <laughs> Hopefully they'll get the picture. Um, obviously it's school holidays. Uh, and the sales also did not come from paid ads on Facebook or Instagram, etc. I've previously spent a lot of money on them and I just don't love them. I don't think they're that profitable. And I personally much prefer organic traffic, building a mailing list and having word of mouth referrals. That seems to really get the right kind of people into my business. I noticed when we've done, we like in the past when we've done Facebook ads, we end up with a lot of customers that aren't the right fit for us uh, culturally um, in terms of, not that they're from other countries, it's just that they, one, they think that it's okay to be really super rude um, to my customer service staff. And they're also surprised when I swear or that I'm a lefty. And I'm like, <laughs> I have not hid this under a fucking bushel, guys. Um, okay, what else? Blog posts that I've created. There's a, I did a stack of blog posting, blogging over the last month, including two, my business, my new business success series. The first one was how to work out your ideal client. It came with a free uh, worksheet as well. And the other business success one was how to online network and mastermind. And that also came with some cheat sheets for you. Uh, I also did a huge scrapbook of inspiration of all the things that I've read and watched lately that were really inspiring recorded a bunch of podcast episodes clearly and there's a crap ton more blog posts if you go to leonidawson.com forward slash blog you'll be able to find all of them i did three interviews last month on the rooted reinvention podcast a summit on limiting beliefs by summer mcstravick um, and art medicine voyage as well again the links are all over on the blog um in terms of philanthropy, so last month I uh, um, was talked about trying to decide on my philanthropy approach this year. So how last year I donated $25,000 to one charity, which is a direct action approach to the climate crisis. And they work by buying and managing land for wildlife, which is a really critical part, of course, of the climate crisis. Like, trying to work with the climate um, and so this year I felt like I needed to change that approach to include climate crisis advocacy as well so in some ways like doing the direct action approach is good in that you've got like localized direct action happening you have a block of land that is protected for wildlife however I felt like I needed to include more advocacy stuff which is where they lobby governments to try and provide um, more larger systemic societal changes and legislation uh, and I felt like it was important for me to do both this year because um, I don't think just having blocks of land for wildlife as important as they are and vital as they are is going to be um, the thing that can completely 
fix the climate crisis, uh, I think it needs to have some of those uh, government changes and you know that lobbying and advocacy. So um, I finally came up with an approach that felt really good to me. So I've decided to donate $10,000 to direct action climate crisis agencies like Australian Wildlife Conservancy and Bush Heritage Australia, which is the ones that are, you know, buying land and managing land for wildlife. Another $10,000 to climate crisis advocacy, uh, like Friends of the Earth and the Australian Conservation Foundation, and then have another pool of five to $10,000 to be able to grant to a variety of charities. So with that decided, I made $13,000 in donations in June, $5,000 to the Friends of the Earth, $5,000 to Australian Conservation Foundation. Um, I also donated $1,000 to minus18.org.au, which provides support to LGBTQIA plus teens here in Australia. $1,000 to OzHarvest, which will provide 4,000 meals to families in Australia that are struggling with food instability. And $1,000 to Doctors Without Borders as well. And I'm just glad I've got a framework for it for future donating. So I know, you know, we're going to be donating at least $20,000 to climate change organizations and then we have some overage to be working um, with some other you know donating in in smaller amounts uh, to other organizations where I feel called to it if that makes sense and like I like the idea of kind of expanding the budget as well because my revenue is expanding so all right let's move out and do even more cool stuff with money and uh, yeah I'm excited for what's next in terms of what I watched and read, so my favourites in June were Hannah Gadsby's got a new comedy special out called Douglas, which was phenomenal. Bone, I, I also watched Bo Burnham's Inside, which is kind of a comedy special, but also a depression special. <laughs> it is phenomenal. It is incredible. I, It's a masterpiece. It's very much an experience of... Um, a very COVID experience, basically, uh, for people who've been in lockdown. I would say, however, if you um, are suffering with mental health, uh, like poor mental health currently, it may it may be triggering for you right now. Um, I'm in pretty good mental health currently, and I kind of had like a three day sadness after watching watching it. Um, it was exquisite and very very touching and very very impactful so I just want to put that out there like amazing and also oh my god my feelings uh, I've also been reading Susan Branch's three uh, handwritten illustrated memoirs I did a blog post just about Susan Branch because I am obsessed um, they're really beautiful memoirs um, and I love that they're handwritten I love that they're hand painted and they're kind of like you know how you get like slow book, slow cooking and stuff? This is kind of like slow books because obviously it's been like handmade with care and it's also, they're really quite thick and dense and she's, you know, done her third memoir. I hope there's more, um, but they're just beautiful and slow reads and I am absolutely in love. I also loved a graphic uh, travelogue called Manabashima Island, Japan. And holy 
smokes. It was exquisite. It's by Tuttle Publishing. And the guy who wrote it was, let me try and pronounce his name. It's a French name. Florent Chavot. F-L-O-R-E-N-T-S-C-H-A-V-O-U-E-T. Um, so that, it was just, I, I would say it's one of the best uh, graphic novels, graphic memoirs I've ever read. It is exquisite and a, an amazing travelogue. Uh, and I'm really excited to read his other book, Tokyo on Foot, as well. And, you know, just every time he ever buys a book in the future, I will just be throwing money at him. Uh, and I also read a book called Inspired You, Breathing New Life into Your Heart and Home by Marianne Parsons. She has a blog called MissMustardSeed.com and her interior design blog is phenomenal and very useful. I will say that the the book, um, it, it is pretty Christian targeted because there are some Bible quotes and stuff in there, but otherwise it is a really good read on interior decorating. And for this this wee agnostic pagan-ish Buddhist leaning person, um, I could you know ignore the um, Bible stuff and uh, just enjoy the uh, the interior decorationing read. I say that just because I like I very very rarely it, like recommend anything that is kind of have a Christian focus um, because you know it can be there can be so much out there and it doesn't always fit for people who don't fit with that. Uh, spiritual traditions. So there we go. Now, in terms of my goals for this month, so this month's focus is really about just getting our kids settled back into school after a three-week holiday and my big kid being so ill. Um, they'll have three new extracurricular activities as well um, to get them settled into. Uh, we're also going to be continuing our reading intensive. I want to finish reading our Famous Five novel together. And on the work front, for me, it's more about kind of circling back around after another big launch, catching up on daily blogging, and really just seeing what needs to be created next, what wants to be created next. It's um, I don't tend to plan too much except for turn up and create and then see what wants to be created next. All right, my loves, I hope this has been useful. I'd love to hear from you if you found this um, helpful and that you'd love to see more of them. I'd love to hear your insights out of this. And um, that is all. I hope you've had a splendid day. I hope it continues to be splendid and that you continue turning up and sharing the miracles that are inside you. Bye! I love you! Bye!